Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's uh, the Gameskeeper. So uh, you you know what we're going to be talking about, don't you? It's the uh, the PS Five launch. Um, both myself and JK have got quite a lot to say about it. Um, yeah, let's 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 leave it at that for now and uh, you can listen or watch along and find out what we do have to say um youtube watchers um obviously there is a video for this so uh, you, you know, i'm sure you're checking us out on youtube and while you're there you'll be subscribing which is cool if you haven't done please do uh, and let friends and family know to do the same so there cool let's get cracking so here we go this is cookie cast games keeper Right then, Friday, 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 can only mean one thing, and ooh, is this week a doozy. You you, you can't imagine that, that the gameskeeper would allow such a week to go by without making some comment on what's happened. Obviously we're talking about, uh, at this point in time, it's Friday, so last night's big announcement being the PlayStation 5 reveal. Um... JK, take it away, mate. Um, okay, so the first thing I will say is it actually does look like a nice console. I like the design. I think the design's cool. I like the design, and I like the, the controller. I just want to get that out of the way, off the back, because whatever comes next is kind of you know, not as going to be as hot. So it's quite interesting, because I watched it last night with Shan, and Shan was taking notes. And one of the first things she said was, it wasn't live broadcast at all, it was pre-recorded. So that was rubbish, because we were waiting for like an E3 kind of live broadcast where people were going to be talking from their houses or their respective offices saying, look guys, this is what we're doing, and then showing us clips. But that's not what happened, it was just pre-recorded, so they could have launched that at any time, which is, that's a bit crappy. Um, it was It was corporate nonsense. Yeah. Really, and and the, the Sony CEO has got zero presence on screen. Like mm. I was waiting for him to be like, "Oh, this is so exciting! We've got this awesome piece of kit, and it's all singing, all dancing." He was just like, "Hi guys, welcome to Sony. This is like our off the cuff item that we might have made." Um, yeah, and then they started with a GTA remaster. Like you start, you start. You're all singing, all dancing with. We've got a really good game from the PS4 that you can play on the PS5. <laughs> that that is the shittest introduction ever. I believe, and uh, big shout out to uh, to Benji Keith for this one. I believe that's a PS3 game. Yeah, when he when he typed that, I did wonder. I was going to look it up on mm-hmm. actually. So, oh yeah. If it's a PS3 game, it's even worse, which leads me down the path to PS3. Because when we were getting through the games last night, it felt like the PS3 revival. Oddworld, Gran Turismo, Destruction Derby, although it was called Destruction All-Stars, it's clearly Destruction Derby. Um, Ratchet and Clank, a remake of GTA. I'm like, what? what is this? What are we back in the like, year 2000? There's nothing new 
and it, I felt that it didn't really showcase the console at all. It wasn't a showcase of the console, it was just a game showcase. All it did was like, oh, here's 50 games that are coming out. Like, 90% of them were indie games, so, you know, I expect those to be within the £10 realm, as you would expect an indie game to be, but I imagine being on the PS5, it's going to be 20 quid now. And the rest. Mentioned. I, and, I, some of those will come out at £50. Yeah, probably. And also at the end of it, when they show, when they actually showed the consoles, they were like, here's this full digital version, here's a version with the CD player if you want. And then it was like, and here's headphones, and here's like a multimedia player. And I'm like, oh, is this all the stuff you get in the box? Don't know, because it doesn't tell you. As Shan blatantly pointed out, it will be pay, pay extra. But that should have been within the showcase. It should have been in the box you get this. And the optional extras that we've got are X, Y, and Z. Kind of like when you buy a car. You buy a bog standard car and they go, this is the car with nothing in it. It's 13 grand. If you now want all the extra stuff, it's like 152 grand. So that's, that's what you're looking at. But there was no price range. There was no content. And it was really quite, I've got some, a few notes on here, but like it was really lame. What we actually learned about the console, I picked up somewhere on the line. We got 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray, haptic feedback. Um, it's got a mic built into the the uh, controller, which is kind of cool. And there was some something about graphics that great in 4K, but it didn't talk about frame rates. It didn't talk about CPU speed. It didn't talk about whether it cools down effectively. It looks like it's a console that stands up, but can it lay down as well? This is a question probably people will ask. Does it come in other colours or is it only going to be white? Um, you know, like simple things like that. But I would have expected that to be in the console, like, reveal, rather than, here's a bunch of games that are coming out. And, and to be honest, most of the games, look they don't look impressive. There was an announcement on Twitter, on the Sony Twitter, that said, uh, all the games you're going to see aren't 4K, they don't look 4K, so you have to imagine that when you've got a 4K TV, they'll look amazing. Well, why weren't they showcased in their true format? Because if I want to buy something that's supposed to be better than what I've got, I looked at every game and was like, well, I've got that PS4. It didn't look any different. We've got this rehashed GTA, but we didn't get to see any screenshots of what that actually looks like. Is it smooth? Is it better? Is it what do you get from that? We just got told that if you play GTA on your PS4 now, you'll get a million in-game credits every month until launch. So what, what, what we have to play it on the PS4 and then we'll complete it again on the PS5 because it's been remastered. I imagine it's not going to be free. I'd have thought the PS5 version will be a pay game. It's mm -hmm. just, it's really bizarre. It's, it was a really weird, um, really weird launch, I have to say. Uh, that's that's what I think. I mean, we can go through the games shortly, but that's my my original. That's my first impression. Was not. I'm not disappointed. I'm just not surprised. I wasn't wow. I didn't think to myself, wow. I must go out and buy that console. When the PS2 came out, from the PS1 to the PS2, the difference was amazing. I pre-ordered the PS2. And I got it on launch. The first game I played, I think, was Devil May Cry and Silent Hill 2 which was amazing. The difference was just off the chart. The difference between the PS4 and the PS5, apart from the actual console itself looking kind of cool, there doesn't seem to be any major difference. 
Xbox-sized controllers. That's what I hated. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I think. I imagine you've probably got more to say. <laughs> so you've, you've touched on a couple of, of my points. Um, some of my points are largely around um, was there a single thing that was shown on that announcement last night that you believe wouldn't run on a PS4? No. 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 I mean, sequels to games that have already been, yep. are, um, they're not a massive improvement. I wanted new game. I wanted to see something yeah. that I haven't seen before. Yeah, absolutely. The indie games, although they were interesting, I don't feel they were pushing the consoles amazing specs, which we didn't actually see that we noticed. We didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't feel like they were really pushing out the boundaries of, of what the console can do. Nope. There was none of this like, wow, it's amazing. Look at it. They didn't really touch on it. It was weird. If I, if I were going to sell it, imagine you're selling a, a Fiat and you're selling an Aston Martin. You're going to show what the Aston Martin can do and it's not going to match up to the Fiat. But at the moment, I feel like the Fiat and the Aston Martin, if they were Playstations, apart from the price, they're the same car. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I started watching it um, on the. I started watching it on Facebook to start with. Uh, then I was like, "What am I doing? I'm sat next to a TV. I presume they're showing it on YouTube." So I just clicked on YouTube, started it running on there. Um, and like you've said, there was not a single thing that was shown that made you think, "I'm pre-ordering this now." Day one edition. I'm going to be there. Everybody I've spoken to since the announcement is like, yeah, definitely waiting for that console. That is not a day one console. The majority, 60% of the games that they announced had a number after them. Or should have, you know, like Ratchet and Clank didn't have a number after it, but it should have done. Oddworld should have had a number after it. Gran Turismo, you know, Hitman 3, it's got a number after it. Where's the new stuff? Even the PS4 launched with games that had numbers after them. Um, Second Son, um, Infamous. Infamous wasn't the first one of its of its kind, but it was when it was released. It was groundbreaking. You'd never seen a game like that, and the way that it played and the way that like the cutscenes worked and stuff. It was amazing. There was. Um, there were other games that were released at launch that were sequels, but they were they were worlds apart. Well, the um, Horizon uh, Dawn, the Horizon thing, it looks exactly like the first game. Yeah. Environments are the same, the characters are the same, the creatures are the same. It, it looks literally like a copy-paste. I, I would have expected them to really push the boundaries and just like all of the game consoles all of the game uh, trailers showed cutscenes we all know that cutscenes always look fucking amazing but what does the actual game look like have we got like a much better field of vision can we see further is there more attention to detail there were some things in there there were some aspects of Ratchet and Clank that looked interesting although both Shannon and I said Ratchet and Clank looks like Spider-Man it's made by the same company but it's literally the same it's got the same controls, it's got the same wheel that you need to use to pick your weapons, it's got the same lock-on system, it's literally Spider-Man, but instead he's just a little dude, a little squirrely thing, or whatever that is supposed to be. 
every time they showed a game, Leanne was like, what have they shown us? What have they shown us about that game? What aspect? She's like, I, after a few trailers, she's like, I'm really glad that we're getting to see what these games are about and how they play and what's in them and stuff. So like, they're not showing us anything. Mm. And there was a huge element that there was just nothing on display. There's, there's something that this is one of those things it's in a lot of ways quite small but it irks me probably more than it should I saw today a comparison with the Xbox X is it? yeah next to the PS5 as you go down the list it's like it's got this, it's got this it's got this, it's got this, it's got this. Then you get down to hard drive Xbox, one terabyte hard drive. Cool. PS5, 886 gig. Oh, wow. Why? Why? What, what, what? Why? Now, bearing in mind that month, uh, a few months ago, Sony were just hammering home. Uh, uh, the, be the best thing about the PS5 is we've reinvented the hard drive. Okay. Yeah, we, 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 we've done a... A solid state drive that's not new those, those have been around for forever what is the deal with the weird number why haven't you rounded it up to a terabyte as we know yeah, from because, because usually what happens is you've got your systems running in the background but then you've got one terabyte of free memory yep yeah. and what's so the one thing we know from a terabyte memory but they're using X amount of for the system the PlayStation yep. and taking it away yep. from your physical memory from your actual existing memory and what's the one thing we know about this generation games are massive yeah, right. you know average 50 gig 55 50 60 gig some games are I've, I've seen talk about games that are coming out that are going to be closer to 100 gig yeah a terabyte for these sort of size games is nothing the 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 ps5 should be coming with a four terabyte hard drive i agree the xbox as well i mean we're not, we're not here to talk about yeah, the both, xbox both, both should have minimum two terabytes minimum um, no, and, and, and that should be a reduced cost as well i agree so because i was wondering are you gonna have to pay more money for the console that's got the cd drive or more money for the digital. So here's the thing. What do we know about digital games? Digital games are often more expensive. But you, you can't trade them in. Either. And you can't do anything with them. So if you go into a store at this time or in this generation, start of the generation, you were looking 40, 45, 50 pounds for a game in a store, yeah. if you were to buy it digitally, 55 quid straight off the bat, 60 mm. quid straight off the bat. Yeah, right. then especially when it comes to older titles. No box. Get store for the same price. And I can't trade it in. Why am I being charged more for it? Mm. What? So no, when I've always asked that, and I, I said when they initially announced that the Xbox wouldn't have a CD drive, and I was like, well, you're basically killing off entire industries. You're killing off places like Game and HMV and CDS. And that and that has been and do the trade-ins, and you're you're limiting. Um, the games to just people who have got lots of cash in their pocket. 
because if you come from a background which hasn't got that ready cash, then you rely a lot on trading your games in to get what's coming. Whereas if it's digital download, you're always going to be hit for 50 quid or 60 quid or wait for the sales. And even then, you can't trade that in once you've bought it. And Microsoft and Sony have made no, they've made no attempt to hide that is their 100% plan to remove the trading market. As, a, as companies, they hate tradings. They hate the fact that you can sell 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 something you've bought. Do you remember when Microsoft tried to do this with the announce of the uh, Xbox One? Yeah. They tried to uh, they tried to abolish the trading market then, yeah, they and did, they yeah. got raked over the coals for that. And they back they, they went back on it a week later. It just it, it stretches across the planet. It's a global thing because even if you go to the states and they have like cash converters, they have a cash converters gaming zone, which is exclusively for game trading. So if you get rid of that, you you basically put all those people out of jobs, and you put that entire market of people that trade in out of buying your console and out of buying games. Like, I just don't get it because I did cite the article about PS that like I posted this week about PS5 games being more expensive than on the PS5, but PC and have had games far better than anything we can get on a console. And PC games knock out at 30 quid a game. 30, 40 quid a game. You never pay 65 quid for a PC game. PC games... The graphics are far superior. In the last year to 18 months, there's been a price hike in PC games. Yeah. Um, but there's been a price hike in every aspect of PCs. The, oh, hard, the hardware like and stuff. With full digital download? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of those on Steam. Mm. <laughs> I have to get the dentist to ask him what he pays for a game. Doesn't he pay like five pence for a game? And then he's like, That's yeah, because he gets them like two years after they've come out, which is which is essentially the way to do gaming. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I've been doing that for quite a few things, you know, hence the reviews on played games. But uh, every, I, I've just found. Again, Chan and I were chatting about this last night, that the games I bought on launch have been really disappointing. And the games I've got later on, if they're disappointing and you only pay 15 quid, you don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Like, launch games have been shit this year. They've just been riddled with bugs or they're just not very good. Like, they look like they're going to be awesome and they're just not. When was the last time you played a game that didn't have a day one patch? Okay. I mean, that's... That's completely probably, unheard probably of. Probably on the Xbox 360. Yeah. Before the days of live. Before you, before you had it connected to the internet. <laughs> yeah. Before you had to buy the dongle that exactly. that clipped onto the back of it that you plugged in with a with a USB and it had an antenna on. Before yeah, then. When Xbox Live was like one ninety nine a month. Those were the days. They weren't really. <laughs> the games weren't that good. <laughs> But there was an abundance of them, and it was all new stuff. Didn't have a number after it. I'd like to talk about the game Deathloop. Admittedly, possibly the best thing they showed. I thought that looked fucking cool. I think if the soundtrack is as good as it seemed to be throughout the entire game, it'll be worth buying just for that. <laughs> and then that was good, and it was surprisingly Bethesda. Which is the only thing that made me go, ooh, but they're working with another another company, how? I'll find it. What were they called? Because mm. at first we were like, who are these? And then Jester's big name came up. 
but it looked really cool. Because I was surprised to see Resident Evil come up as well. That was a surprise. Yeah. I'm not uh, sure. Arcane Studios. Yeah. But yeah, there is an evil thing surprise me as well. Do we need an eighth installment? I, I imagine if you jumped a hundred years into the future, you'd still be able to walk into a shop and buy a Resident Evil game. But I feel now they're making those just so they can rehash them. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it, Capcom's busy. Because I've read somewhere they're going to rehash Silent Hill, which uh, probably would be better. But yeah, if they, if they redo Silent Hill on the, the new consoles, that would help one of the things that I was like I, they started showing a trailer and I was like I recognise this from like the deep dark depths of my mind I was like I recognise this Demon Souls remaster oh yeah I see where is that from that is a Playstation 3 game it is a PlayStation 3 game. Yeah. It? I had to import... I've seen it somewhere. I had to import Demon Souls from America. This was back in the days that the PS3 did not give two shits what you put in it. You could have put something from the from the back of beyond, and the PlayStation 3 was like, yeah, I'll play it. DVDs, games, you could get them. There was no region coding in that machine. So I got Demon Souls from America... Then I got it again when they released it in the UK, mm. and basically that was the that was the beginning of the Dark Souls games. Right. It was the first Dark Souls game. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. So we're getting a remaster of a prequel from two generations ago. Well, that's what I mean. There was nothing on there last night that that hasn't already been done, right? Like I say, indie games are fine, but they're, they're small games, aren't they? They're, they're low gigabytes, you know, they would be interesting. I don't know, it's just weird. Stray looked interesting, the cat thing. It looked beautiful. The colours were amazing. It did, but... That looked really nice. But, but what is it? Way. But what is it? Yeah, I don't know. You're a cat. Well, are you? Do we know that? Uh, I think so. Oh, I think you're a cat. But I'm pretty sure you yeah. You play a cat. Sounds lovely, mate. Which is cool. I want to be a cat. Why not? I'm like a cat here. I'm lazy about all day. Play games. Cat lazy about all day. Plays games. Rest in there. I get to play me. <laughs> as a cat. <laughs> yeah, that look cool. Um, what else look cool? Um, yeah. Spider-Man, obviously. So, uh, I think we need to discuss... Kenna. Kenna looks good. I think we need to discuss the Spider-Man saga. Okay, the Spider-Man saga. So, was it the first... So they had the GTA thing where there was no gameplay footage, there was no nothing, not a single viewable piece of media for Grand yeah. Theft Auto. That's, that's the one. And then straight after that... A bold it's... fucking move, if you ask me. Straight after that, was it Spider-Man? Yeah. Right. So here we go, Spider-Man. Okay, not a shock. Very quick turnaround for a brand new Spider-Man game, but obviously... Uh, yeah, although it came out in 2018. You've, you've got, presumably, the same city. 
the same body mechanics you just put a different skin over it a few new abilities miles morales has different abilities to peter parker so you'll have to add an ability the fighting's not going to be you know you he's still a, a, a spider-man probably not a big a big jump so not a huge surprise a new spider-man game cutscene couple of things that could be sort of relatable to gameplay there spider-man miles morales okay i mean let's face it if there's a game that's coming out in that vein you're probably going to get it yeah. that's last night by this morning the news comes out oh uh, um it's not actually a full game so, what? What, what? I mean, who does that? Well, come, on, come on one more time. Speaking to my good ear, because I missed that one. You announce a new game, and then a day later announce that it's not a, not a full game. So, okay, well, what it is, is it's... We're going to re-release Spider-Man. All right, okay. So, we're still doing the, the remasters for this new console. Cool. And we're going to give you an expansion. And that expansion is... The Miles Morales game it's expansion, uh, but you should see you should see Spider-Man running on the PS5. It looks amazing. It plays really well. I know. I saw it about six months ago, eight months ago or something. They showed Spider-Man running on the PS5. It was ages ago. Okay, so you know we've seen it running on the PS5. We know it can run. Cool this evening or oh, actually no it is a, it is a full game it is a full game it's uh, that we're redoing spider-man and we're doing an expansion but it's more like it, it's kind of it is a full game it's being called an expand alone so here's the thing i feel that what was shown last night was very responsive like we were, like you were saying to start with, wasn't live. Yeah. The one thing that every single person that was watching that thing last night, including the media, was waiting for, was a pound sign, a dollar sign, a euro sign with a number yeah. after it. Yeah. What is the one thing that we didn't get? Didn't get a price. Didn't get a single price mentioned. Didn't get a proper release date either. Just got winter, uh, holiday. Holiday. Which, um, I believe the two weeks over December when everyone's on holiday or I believe that there was probably an intention to release the price and I believe that they will have made a judgment call during the announcement as to whether they were going to do that or not I think everybody is expecting a 600 pound PlayStation 5 yeah that is what, what the uh, analysts have said that they think that Amazon did a Amazon did a quote unquote dummy listing which allowed somebody to pre-order the PS5 and the price that was on it was £600 they have since removed that listing saying that it was a glitch it was a dummy listing they were just trying some stuff the price that was listed was £600 so, as I was saying before, I started watching on Facebook, moved over to watching it on YouTube on the TV. I was like, uh, 
screw this, I'm going to go upstairs. But I didn't want to miss anything, so I put YouTube on my phone. At this point, not realising that there are comments going constantly down, yeah, the, down, down the side of the screen. I didn't know this was watching on TV. And the comments were the best bit of it, hands down. Because every comment was just WTF, no, what is this? What's going on? What? Why? And it and it was just it was just streaming as as fast as you could read it. Not a single comment of somebody saying, Oh, this looks amazing. Oh, I need this. I've got to have this. Definitely a day one purchase. It was actually the opposite. Well, interesting was that the CEO had said in that meeting that they'd been working on, on this for years and that they wanted to bring the best to gamers and did that. So and where was it? Said at the beginning of the podcast is you, you open your, your showcase with a rehash, which is GTA, an expansion pack, which is Spider-Man, a sequel to a game that's ages old, which is Gran Turismo. I mean, a racing game at the end of the day is a racing game. Yeah. There's so much to it. And then Ratchet and Clank. Not to mention, in that mix was also um, Little Big Planet, uh, Astrobot, Astrobot, which is a VR game. VR wasn't even mentioned nope. in the showcase, which is a bit worrying because you know VR's got a platform on PS4. They showed the I camera. Know, I mean, well, I, yeah, they showed the camera, so obviously there's going to be something going on. And I already know that the the new PSVR headsets have been set so they can play straight away onto the PlayStation, but are we going to need a separate setup like we have now? You know, you've got like the PlayStation and then you've got a box of the VR, or can you just plug the cables straight into the VR? Are they going to look at a wireless VR? Because that would be the way forward. Like There, was, there are just so many things missing that it, it feels like it's something that's still in development. Not something that's going to release in like four months' time. It feels like it's in development, and I, it'll be interesting to see what Xbox is going to do because theirs isn't amazingly better either. They've said they're definitely not going to do VR ever. That's not something they want to go on. Which and is a bad move. Like, yeah, and they're still releasing games like Halo, which you know, Halo's Halo at the end of the day. That's their biggest talk at the moment. Is Halo. There's a few other exclusives, but nothing that goes ooh, and nothing that really shows what it can do. Halo looks good anyway. Halo's always looked good. I mean, how polished can you make it? And at the end of the day as well, if you don't have a 4K TV, the point is nil anyway. Because you can't see that amazingness. You have to have a 4K TV. It's not like the console converts the graphics onto your television and makes it look polished. If you haven't got the, the hardware in your house, well, you're out of luck, aren't you? So you've got to spend 600 quid on a console, if there's two of you that play it, you've probably got to spend another 60 quid on a second controller. You'll probably need to buy a hard drive, because we've only got 868 gigabytes in memory. And you're going to need a 4K TV if you really want to see what it does. Like, fuck me, man. <laughs> what kind of a world are we living in at the moment where you need to spend two and a half grand on a console? You might as well get a PC for that, right? And it's amazing the number of people that I've spoken to in the last day who have said this could be it for me as far as consoles are concerned I might look into a high-end PC mm. well a company that's been surprisingly quiet since their announcement the spring is Apple because Apple have been developing a console mm. and that was they mentioned that in the spring and they've not said a word 
So I wonder what they're up to because I imagine couple, they're going to wait for all this to go, die down and then what we're going to do. Couple of the um, testing on Apple with their arcade games, which is an app on Apple TV, which is like a it's a bit like Game Pass. You pay I think five ninety nine a month, and there are hundreds of games, and there are loads and loads of indie titles. Some are good, some are shit, but the graphics only work to the quality of your. TV, so obviously the better the spec of your TV, the better quality of the game. You buy the controller for it and you're ready to go. And that's all on the hard drive of your Apple TV, which is only a 32 gig hard drive. And you can run everything off that. And that, that's before they've even developed a console. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there'll be a contender for next-gen consoles. I mean, this is Apple we're talking about. They're, they're, they're massive, aren't they? They're huge. It won't be cheap, though. It's not going to be a three hundred pound console. I've seen a couple of the games that they've been developing, and the games look real good. Mm, they're nice. So, I mean, some of the things I've got that I've played on the Apple TV are cool. Um, you've got like um, the War. It's a bit like Rainbow Six. It looks cool. I can't think what kind of called. War Balls or something. It looks really cool. There's like a Crash Bandicoot type game. There's a racing game which is like Forza. Except you've got boosts and stuff. Really smooth, really smooth, great fun. Um, maybe this is the way people will go. If, if they're still going to charge, start charging 65 quid as a base for a game, and you get something like Breakpoint, which is riddled with bugs. I mean, that, that if you're paying 15 quid, okay, I expect it, but if I paid for that on launch, I think I'd cry. And if I'm going to get the same thing on PS5, I think I'd cry even more. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that's where we are, I guess. Yeah, um, has to be, hands down, one of the single most lacking announcements. Yeah. I mean, you got to think, Microsoft took a massive hit when they, they tried a load of stuff when they announced the Xbox One, and people went after them. There was like... Well, the Microsoft CEO made an announcement yesterday saying that um, they weren't that fussed how sales of the Xbox X are. They're more interested in conserving the people they've got and really pushing like current generations so that people make the move to the new generation of their own free will without it being rammed down their throat. But it's almost like they've said, we're happy to run at a loss. They didn't say that, but that's what it feels like. It's a really weird article. I'll see if I can find it and I'll post it mm. on Facebook. Because they basically said, you know, we're, we're interested in creating really good content, a really good all-round, like, experience, and that you don't necessarily have to have the, the newest console to do that, which is interesting. It's like reverse tactics, like reverse psychology. I can see people go, fuck it, I'm going to buy a new Xbox, if that's what they think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know... Xbox One, they didn't do great. They announced that the, that you had to be online, and um, they were they were going to abolish the the trading market. You, if you bought a game, that game was yours. You could do nothing with it. You owned that game. That was that. Um, they they went back on all of it. They were like, right, you don't have to be online anymore, and you can still trade in games. Their announcement has gone largely under the radar I mean I didn't even watch it I didn't have anything to do with it and then I just picked up the news the next day and the news was pretty much what I expected it 
sounded fairly lacking for a, a, a new console. Um, I think a lot more people have got behind the PS5 launch, and I think a lot of people are hugely disappointed with what's been produced. Yeah. I don't know what will come off the back of that, but I, I can't imagine that they can pull something out of the, out of the bag at, at this late stage. You know, we're talking less than six months. Yeah. That, that There was just nothing there that made me go probably need to look into pre-ordering this there was nothing and when the when the ps4 was coming out even when the xbox one was coming out there was stuff there like i was saying you know we were still getting sequels but the sequels were a leap and a jump away mm. from their from what came before yeah, from their predecessors I remember, I remember seeing like the cutscene of um, Infamous Second Son, where he like shoots up into the air, and you you're looking down from above him, and he's like he's going backwards, and like flips over and goes back down. And I was like, man, that's amazing! I've never seen anything like that. There wasn't a single thing that I saw last night. As I said earlier, I was like. Every single one of those things would run on a PS4. Everything would run on the yeah, PS4. I agree. Well, we'll see. I mean, that, that's pretty much all I've got to say on the subject. There's not much more to do other than speculate. Um, yeah, that's fine. There was one thing I'd like to say in closing. Somebody mm -hmm. did ask me last night uh, why Assassin's Creed wasn't included in the showcase. So for anybody listening, the reason for that is because... Uh, Ubisoft is doing Assassin's Creed across all platforms. So last night was specifically PlayStation exclusive games. So if anyone's wondering, that's why. Um, the Ubisoft uh, event is the 12th of July. So they'll be showcasing a lot of stuff. And I think EA's is the 18th of June or July. I'll post it on Facebook. So yeah, I just wanted to add that because people were curious last night. Now they know. There we go. Oh, but yeah, that's that's all from me. Yeah, I don't have anything um, else. I think uh, it was it was overall not that great. It was a bit disappointing. Underwhelming I is. Uh... I wanted live. Chan wanted live. It was pre-recorded, so bit pants. And already they're backpedaling on the first game that was in the showcase, which is Spider-Man. So that doesn't hold well. So we'll see. <laughs> Watch the space. Cool beans. Well. Thank you for joining me, and thanks for uh, thanks for the updates. Uh, obviously, we will keep updating as we find things out, and you know, news will be coming out all the yeah, time. Yeah, like, tuning in to uh, Gamekeeper on Facebook. I've been adding all sorts of stuff every yep. days, every couple of articles every week. So keep your eyes open. I'm pretty much up to date. So yeah, wonderful stuff, right? Uh, cool. Cheers for that. I'll uh, I'll let you go. All right, mate. See you later. Bye. So there we go, what do you think? Yeah, um, well, it was what it was, let's put it that way. Uh, if you want to give us a shout and let us know what your thoughts around the PS5 launch was, do that. Uh, jump over to thecookiecast.com, there you'll find all the social media outlets, which you can uh, you can send us a little message on social media if you want to, that'd be cool. 
Otherwise, you can email us. Uh, the standing rule at the moment is: if you email the podcast, I will read your po- I will read your email out on air. How about that? Do let us know what you think. Um, I'm sure people want to hear what other people think. So yeah, um, YouTube watchers, do subscribe. Be a good uh, be a good lad and subscribe or lass. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I say, jump over to cookiecast.com. We've got all the uh, all the bits and bobs over there for contact and stuff. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Um, until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. So uh, so bye for now. Bye.